Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. There is a softball World Cup happening in our own backyard. It hasn't been going all the way of the Black Sox, though. Jason Gerbis is uh, joining us now to talk about that. Jace, uh, we're like, I guess we're lucky to have been getting all the play with the weather we've had. How how has that affected the teams, do you think? Oh, hey, thank you for having us on, seriously. And great to have the uh, trade staff, WBSC, Men's Softball World Cup highlighted on your show. The weather did play a part earlier on in the tournament, Day two was affected with the weather. However, they managed to get all the games through. Fantastic grounds crew here at North Harbour Rosedale Park. Uh, since then, it's been pretty good. Uh, they were expecting maybe some showers today, but I think they'll be fine. The rest of the week is perfect weather for fast pitch softwater World Cup. Of course, the Black Sox get held in high regard um, on the on the world stage. We're used to them winning or being close to winning World Cups. It hasn't gone their way in the group stages so far. I don't think we're used to seeing them lose 7-0 in a group stage match or uh, give up a lead like they had in the Argentina match. How much of that do you put down to effectively being in international isolation for three years? Oh, that's played a big part, without a doubt. The Black Sox haven't played a game, as you just rightly put, for three years. 2019 was the last World Cup was hosted in the Czech Republic for the very first time. And that was the last time New Zealand played. Lost the bronze medal match that day, but did play really well and got beaten by a good team from Canada. Of course, just like all Kiwis, we're innovative. And they've been innovative through their online meetings, having uh, internal squad uh, camps and trainings. And then uh, Sopo New Zealand with the Black Sox management had put together a two-month schedule in New Zealand to give them warm-up games against the best sides in New Zealand. And, of course, as you just mentioned, New Zealand has a proud history at World Cups. We're the most winningest nation ever in softball. And it, it comes because of great work ethic, and they've done that leading into this World Cup. Are they as good as previous World Cup teams? Maybe not. Do they know how to find a way to win? 100%. 100% they do. Uh, they've got to find a way to win today, don't they? This Cuba game uh, is a must-win for both teams if they want to progress. It sure is indeed. It's a log jam in both Group A and Group B. New Zealand's in Group A. There are six teams in that group. The top three will go to the Super Round. The top two from the Super Round after that round, Robin, will go to the Grand Final come Sunday. New Zealand's currently sitting tied for third place with Cuba, so as you rightly put, the winner of that one goes to the Super Round. It is the biggest game in New Zealand's history in a long time tonight at 7.30 at Fakata Sports Stadium in Rosedale Park, Auckland. A good win yesterday against the Philippines, 8-1. It was stopped at the end of the fifth innings. The the mercy rule came in. Uh, Mark Sorensen's got to be uh, pretty happy with that going into the, the Cuba game and, and how the team uh, have turned things around because it, it must have been deflating the way that they lost Argentina. So trying to pick the team up would have been a, you know, a big focus for Mark Sorensen because mentally that must have been devastating. Big, big challenge for New Zealand to find out what type of ticker or heart they have in this campaign after those two losses. Firstly, losing the USA, they got blanked 7-0 on that one. Never seen that happen to them before. And then, of course, that game against Argentina. I know we lost. I know it was a tiebreaker loss in the end. 
But man, what a fantastic theatre of excitement there. And congratulations to Argentina on that win that night. And New Zealand, they are gracious in defeat. They would have tipped their cap, said, well done, lads. But they know the rest of the tournament is at hand. If they beat Cuba tonight, then in the, uh, as I mentioned, the super round, they win. They'll have three matches against the top three teams from the other pool, or the other group. If they win all of those, they should have be right in the box seat to make the grand final. New Zealand has done this before. 2015, they lost an early match. It was a different format to the tournament, and it put them on the back foot. They couldn't lose another game. Guess what? They didn't lose another game. New Zealand find a way to win. I'm looking forward to Cuba. Cuba's the unknown team here at this tournament. They've been on the rise in the international market for a number of World Cup campaigns. We know they're an amazing baseball nation, but they transfer to softball at a later age. Even the kids don't start until about 19, 20 years or older in that country. They can field well. They can bat well. Now their pitches have become elite as well. That game tonight will be a cliffhanger. Yeah, well, I mean, how much of Cuba have you seen and where do you think they're the most dangerous? Oh, I, I think exactly that. Like anything on the ground, they are just amazing. I mean, they're like Richie McCall in a breakdown for the All Blacks. He's always going to get that ball back. The Cubans have the balls on the ground. They're always going to get it and they're going to make the out. So New Zealand's got to be tactically right on point against Cuba. And when the opportunity comes and the big moment comes, they need to take advantage. I have full faith New Zealand will do that tonight. Uh, now, they, they uh, the Cubans played the US yesterday, lost 8-4 in that one. Argentina lead the way in our pool. with uh, They're unbeaten at the moment, though, so they, they're cruising through those two teams. On the flip side, uh, the Japanese have been a disappointment, haven't they? I mean, I know they're not in our pool, but they've really struggled at this, at this World Cup. It is a true example of where international softball is at the moment. Unlike some World Cups and different codes, where it's really only three teams or four that could potentially win it. Some World Cups is only two, to be honest with you. It's not the case in softball. There's about eight teams that have a realistic chance to win the World Cup every year now. We saw it for the first time in 2019 at the last World Cup where we saw this parity, and it's because the rest of the world has got better. And it's every game now is, is fantastic to watch. The class of the players in the field, the ability of the batters to either make contact and be fast or just blast it out of the park. It's simply exciting to watch. New Zealand, they've got their work, work to be done here for sure. But they always, like as I said earlier, they always seem to find a way. When you back a Kiwi in a corner, they'll come out fighting. Yep, they generally will, mate. They generally will. Uh, now, the, the Japanese need to win today and hope Venezuela lose because uh, Venezuela have the head-to-head on them after beating them 3-1 yesterday. So if the Black Sox can get through uh, to play the top three from Pool B, it looks like it'll be Canada and Australia and one other, potentially uh, the Venezuelans. Um, is Pool B as stacked as Pool A feels it is? Yeah, you probably touched on a very good point there. Paul B's got a couple of teams in the Denmark and South Africa who are a level below than the rest of their group. Um, and so, I guess, is it an easier run through? Yes and no to get to the Super Round. However, as you know, when you're in a World Cup campaign, you need to play the best to be the best in the world. So those um, teams that New Zealand's coming out of Group A, they'll be better prepared for the Super Round and should be playing at a higher level standard of softball by that time. But you did right. 
It's Canada undefeated in Group B. Australia only had the one loss. That was yesterday uh, to Canada. Japan, unfortunately, uh, I hate to say it because they're one of my favourites. They're so hospitable and their, their sportsmanship on the field is, is, is simply amazing. They finished second at the last World Cup. Today, they have a tough game against Canada, Venezuela. I'm not going to say they have an easy game against Denmark, but on paper, Venezuela should win that one. It means Japan will not make the Super Round from second and missing the playoffs. Big blow for the Japanese. Yeah, Denmark currently 0-4 at this World Cup, so you'd think the Venezuelans should get the win there. Uh, I know that it's it's a bit crystal ball gazy, um, Jason, to ask you this, but you know, it, all bets are off once we get into into post pool play. Who do you like? Who's the team that's impressed you most at this World Cup? Good question. You know what? There are so many. I, mean, I was. Rooting for Australia seems kind of funny, isn't it, as a mm. Kiwi? Uh, just with so many mates in there and seeing their international program kind of have stayed there or thereabouts. They finished seventh place at the last World Cup, but fast-tracked back to 2009. They won the World Cup. Their main pitcher is still on their roster, Adam Falkard, but they've got this young youth and exuberance backed up by a very open-minded coach in Lang Harrow, Australia. If I had a spare fiver, I'd, I'd put it on them. Canada can't go past them. Mm. It's always USA, New Zealand and Canada that are normally at the end of all of these events. And I don't think you can go past Canada. They're undefeated at the moment. The way they're hitting the ball, I think, I think they're red-hot favourites to get to that gold medal match. Jason, it's an interesting um, topic of discussion, I think, is the uh, impact of baseball, particularly in New Zealand and Australia, because we've seen a baseball baseball go strength to strength in the last few years. The ABL launch, of course, um, the Tuatara being involved, um, more scouts in this part of the world. Uh, it's been a more visible sport and, you know, having a pathway that maybe softball doesn't have to, to a professional career, potentially scholarships. Uh, there was a lot of doomsayers when it first started to happen, say this will be the death of softball, but it doesn't feel like that. that's the case at all. In fact, if anything, it feels like it's probably strengthened softball and up the skill level. Yeah, it, yeah it's, a bit, it's, it's always a funny one when I hear the comments about that. And the only reason I say that is I'm lucky enough to go to a number of World Cups around the world, so therefore get to speak to a lot of federations or countries about how the game is developed in their country, not just softball, but also baseball. Now, the governing body for this tournament is called the WBSC, the World Baseball Softball Confederation. It actually comes under one umbrella. They work together to promote both codes. And I'll give you an example of that. Australia have a brand-new catcher who's debuted at this tournament, Jack Burt, behind the dish. He plays baseball in the summer in Perth and softball in the winter. Of course, they can play all, all year round there. It, it just helps his game to increase... Both ways, both for his baseball and his softball. So in my mind, we want baseball to to be better in New Zealand. They have got some uh, vision, of course, from the Tuatara, which is fantastic to see them back for the first time in three years. But if we can help baseball to get better in New Zealand, it can only be better for the game in a whole because we know the New Zealand Black Sox. We just talked about the winningest nation ever at a World Cup uh, from anywhere in the world. If you flip to the other side in baseball for New Zealand, we're probably the, the opposite. We've lost the most of any other nation in the world. So we can help our brothers and sisters from uh, baseball to lift their game and, and at least become competitive on the international 
uh, scene. I think it's, it's a win-win for New Zealand. Maybe some of those stars from the Black Sox can come and play and help them lift the quality of the game. And then we all win. We get to go to both games, and our kids and our, and our whanos, you know, they can enjoy both sides of the sport. Mm, yeah, well said, mate. Now, you were a catcher in your career. Um, the difference between being a catcher to a baseball pitcher to a softball pitcher, is it just about angles? Oh, yeah, basically. I don't think there's any difference, to be honest with you. I played both when I retired from softball a couple of years back now. I'd always wanted to play baseball, but unfortunately there just wasn't really a good league in New Zealand. But I gave it a go the year after I retired, and I really enjoyed it. Some lovely people involved in the sport of baseball, just like there is in softball. Sure, they don't have the facilities like softball because softball's inbred in this country. Kids grow up playing t-ball at school and things like that. I mean, you yourself would have played t-ball with your rounders or whatever the case was. We've all touched it, and it's amazing how this tiny little nation of only 5 million people can be so competitive and dominant in the world of softball around the world. I mean, it blows my mind, and it makes me so proud to be a Kiwi, especially when I travel off tour to those other World Cups. Now, you're doing a great job calling uh, the games alongside uh, Dale Husband for Māori TV. Mate, what time does the action get underway today? When, when can we hear you? Yeah, the, all games are live on the digital platform on Māori TV, uh, MāoriTelevision.com, or the Māori Plus platform. Of course, the new name for them is Fakar for Māori. A couple of months ago, they made that change. Uh, Australia, South Africa, the first one kicks off at 12 o'clock. Then there's a whole slew of matches. I'll tell you, big matches to see today on Diamond 1 especially, is USA-Argentina. That'll be a fantastic match. The winner of that one will finish top of Group A. That one kicks off at 1.30. Czech Republic, the Philippines at 3 o'clock. 4.30 will be Japan-Canada. Another big, 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 big game there, especially for the Japanese. Maybe, just maybe, could they somehow sneak in the back door? I don't know. We'll find out. Venezuela, Denmark, we got earlier. And, of course, the big one tonight. Cannot miss it. 7.30 start time. Rosedale Park, the Cartel Sports Stadium. The home side, the Golden Homes, New Zealand Black Sox take on Cuba. Jason, thank you very much for your time, my friend. Have a great day at the Diamond and uh, enjoy your call, mate. I look forward to seeing it later on tonight. Fantastic. Well, go the Black Sox. Go the Black Sox, indeed. Jason Goob is there with us, uh, softball commentator extraordinary. You can catch him, as he said, uh, there on Multi TV with all the coverage on their digital platform throughout the day, starting at midday.